You're listening to Access and Expand, conversations that offer you access to information that expands your mind. I'm your host, Tiffany Curran. Hi. You. <laughs> we were going to talk about fear, and then I was like, no, let's talk about something else. Um, tell me about your mom tattoo. I, I have to say, it's seriously the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Your mother must be very happy about it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, tell me about it. Tell me who the guy is that did it. Uh, Eric at Jinx Proof. And how'd you find him? Uh, my uncle used to... Oh, well, actually, no. Hold on. My uncle used to work at Jinx Proof Piercing. JJ. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the tattoo shop, but he was a pierced there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just knew that. You knew Ox, the owner? I don't know him personally. I've seen him, like, at, like, just, you know, things that JJ would be at. Yeah. He's my uncle or whatever. And then I went there when I got my Grateful Dead tattoo. Yeah. And, uh, actually, no. Yeah. That, but prior, I found out about the guy Eric through my friend Christian. And, uh, Christian from the band. Weiner. Yeah. And, uh, I was, it was when I was going to get my snake tattoo. Yeah. He told me to go to Eric, but I wanted to get the snake done by Jay. So after I got the snake done by Jay, I went to Jinx Proof to yeah. get my Grateful Dead tattoo. And then I got the mom one. I met a woman there who, it was her 47th birthday, and she said she was finally like biting the bullet and doing it. Yeah. And she was saying how Jinx Proof, Jinx Proof is like, really top rated for art and how it's become this whole art thing um, which I remember Jay Jay is the owner of Electric Lotus and they used to be in Boonton and they were in the New York Times so I want to say 15 years ago talking about how you know back in the day it was like bikers right like it wasn't mm-hmm. like bikers or like guys in the war you know it was not something that people were doing like on the regular and um i thought it was interesting that this woman brought that up so many years later you know what i mean yeah did you design it yourself what the tattoo which one the one that says mom no well in a way i guess the 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 whole design behind it is that it's like a sacred heart but i'm not religious so like a milagro yeah, so I just, I, it's basically like a flash tattoo, or a flash design of a sacred heart, but normally in the flame, there's supposed to be the cross, but I just didn't get that added. Yeah. And instead of, be, you know, like being like thorns or whatever around it, I just got the scroll with mom. Well, it's beautiful. But Eric designed it, so shout out to Eric, he's cool. Yeah, it's beautiful, and um, I will post a photo um, on the Instagram story. Um, so you guys can see it, but um, I'm, I think it's the greatest tribute you could ever give your mother. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, today we have on the show. Um, I am not going to screw up her her last name. It's a beautiful last name, and I'm not getting it. So I'm going to just let her share that with you. Her name is Juliet, and she owns Ride and Reflect. And Ride and Reflect. There's two locations. Um, at least that I'm aware of, in New Jersey. And it's like the branding's amazing. It's a beautiful space. I was always very attracted to noticing what it looked like um, and the and the concept behind it. It's like spinning 
yoga meditation which to me as a breathwork healer is the most important thing like you're you're incorporating the body the mind and the breath um so she's here today so john you're just gonna help her get set up yeah and um i'm super excited for this so you know when i do these podcasts i have all sorts of people in all sorts of like healing modalities um people who do things with the body acupuncturists facialists all different things uh people that i feel have done amazing things and can really share that information and inspire us to do more or you know look at new things and um when I reached out and asked um, if Juliet would come on the podcast and she said yes, I think I checked with you like three times to make sure <laughs> that you were coming because um, I drive past your location in Marstown all the time. Um, so it's right off the green, right? Like It's right. We're, we're actually um, rent out space from St. Peter's. Oh, so, you're kidding because that's the backside of St. Peter's. Right. Well, they used to have a, that was a nursery school there. Yeah. And um, uh, then it was a secondhand shop. Like yes. Uh, and then I we I knew Janet, who used to be the rector there. She's now moved to L.A. We miss her very much. Hi, Janet. <laughs> Come back and visit. Um, so I went to look at the space, and it's an amazing space. And I really feel it was just such a perfect fit. So. And you uh, did a build-out? We did a huge build-out. Wow. It's beautiful inside. Yeah. So you are you renting? Yeah, we're renting. God bless, right? That's, <laughs> I mean, I guess in the church, God bless, right? But it's like a great location. And um, Marstown is like, it's really become, I mean, I've been here since the 70s, but it's become really such a hub. I feel like it's like everything you need. There are beautiful restaurants. And to see um, your space, because I feel like there's a lot going on in Marstown, but I feel like what you've done is sort of taken everything and put it all in one spot and made it all work together. So first, can you do me a favor and just for people, just tell tell your name because I, <laughs> I, I want your full name to be on here. I'm reading it very carefully. but Okay, so my name is Juliet Patsilus Fox. Beautiful and, name. Um, it's my husband's name, surname. My maiden name was Luffler, so it's quite different. But yeah. uh, I traded up for a tongue twister. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you did. But that's okay. Um, and so you, you have quite a story of how you found your way into this industry, right? I, uh, it is quite an unusual story. And if you'd asked me, even... Ten years ago, if this is where I thought I would end up, uh, I, that wouldn't have been the answer. Um, but this this little baby came came burning out. It was something that I kind of couldn't get out of the way from. And um, we originally started in Burnersville five and a half years ago. And you're still there. And we're still there, yeah. yeah. And we just, we've just been so successful there, and our story is so strong that I really wanted to continue. And we have Morristown, and actually I was just out this morning in Melbourne looking for uh, another location. Yeah, that's so. awesome. And so do you want to share how you got started? Because I read a little bit about it, and I'm sure I can share those details, but it's your story. So if you'd like to share about how this all came to be. Okay, so um, I've been practicing yoga for a long, long time mm -hmm. since I've been here. Uh, I had a wonderful yoga instructor called Chara, and she used to come to my house. And I 
Um, I'm a very lucky person. I have a wonderful three children um, and husband, and I had the privilege of being at home with my kids for a long time. But the whole time I was at home with them, I was thinking about what would I like to do? I've always wanted to have my own business, but I didn't know what it was. But anyway... um, I was diagnosed with stage 3 colon cancer as a little bit of a surprise, age 46, having been very healthy, active, vegetarian for a long time, all of the stuff that you... wasn't what I was expecting anyway. Uh, so, But I'd already committed before I was diagnosed to climb Kilimanjaro with a very good friend of mine oh, from you England. You yep. were. I didn't know that. I was pre, pre-committed. And so in her very English way, she called me up and said, that's great, Juliet, you've got cancer, but uh, we're still going to climb the mountain. <laughs> so I was like, okay, Penny, um, let's climb the mountain. Uh, so she gave me a year after my chemo finished to get myself back in shape to do it. And the side effect from the chemo from colon cancer is neuropathy so my feet were very painful so I couldn't really hike and I was a little bit worried about getting fit so I started spinning and I'd spin in the city and it was a lot of fun and I came out to New Jersey and I couldn't quite find what I wanted. Were you living in New Jersey at the time? I know I was living in New Jersey. You were? Oh, you yeah, were going yeah. to the city to spin? I was going to the city to spin. Interesting. <laughs> wow. That's wow. that's wild. No, because um, they have spinning everywhere, right? So it just well, shows. Well, I wasn't really wanted. spinning everywhere then. Oh really? No, no. The only place you could do it was the, the Y. Yeah. Oh, the <laughs> Y. Okay, because I was I was a member of the Y and I used to spin there, so I feel okay. like. But yeah, you're right. But if you have the contrast, like, the contrast between the two is yeah. was big. Yeah. So. Uh, in parallel to that, uh, during my chemo, I had done with my yoga instructor a kind of, um, it was a life-changing sort of, are you ready to change your life course? And um, I kind of committed that I was actually going to do something. Um, and I was doing a, I did a John Kabat-Zinn mindfulness-based stress reduction course. Yeah. Um and I was still doing yoga all the way through. I mean, I never missed yoga, and Chara was a huge support to me when I was ill. So yeah. the whole concept came to me kind of like, well, we take care of the physical. Like, I'm doing a lot of spinning, but who's, who's combining the physical with this very important yoga, mindfulness, meditation practice? Yeah. So that's where it kind of, it just seemed clear to me that we needed to have really quality spin classes and we needed to really encourage people not only to take care of their heart but to take care of their brain because the brain is a huge organ and it's an organ that has to be looked after Mm -hmm. and we uh, certainly I think here the sort of tendency is to do cardio fitness and I I think we need to do brain fitness as well so that this concept came of combining the two yeah, so, and you did, and I did, and then ride and reflect. Ride and reflect yeah. came, uh, and then we were open for a couple of years, and there was an empty basement next to us, and I was back in the city doing other classes because I'm a boutique fitness junkie. Yeah, and I noticed that high intensity interval training was kind of something that wasn't again being addressed in the way that. I wanted it to be out where we lived and there was a beautiful space and there was another beautiful space next to it for a juicery and I think 
If we're taking care of our mind and we're taking care of our body, then the third element obviously is what do you put in your body? What are we feeding our body? So it was very important to me to have the right juices, smoothies. Um, so I had been partnering for a long time with Holly Hughes and I persuaded her reluctantly, sorry Holly, <laughs> to open a juice bar. So she's an amazing partner and she does this incredible organic juices. I start every day with one of her mixed greens. Wow. So um, she does a great job. So really uh, we added some retail in there too because we have to make sure that everyone is dressed appropriately. Yeah. Um, and people love, you know, and I, I don't know, a friend of mine came out from Brooklyn and was like, came to a studio I was working at and was like, wow, this is such a like branding thing. Like you guys brand. And, and I felt like maybe it was just a Jersey thing, but I was at Montauk Salt Cave in the city and they have sweatshirts too. It's like <laughs> something about like you go somewhere and you have a great experience and you want to have something to look at after to remind you, you know, like where someone will say, oh, so what's that? And you're like, oh going back to that space. So I think it's pretty cool to have that sort of thing. Right. And, and, and it's interesting you say that because I actually resisted branding. Mm-hmm. I love I love clothes. And so I would buy, you know, aloe yoga, pretty lines. And I've only just begun to start to put Ride and Reflect on clothing. But I do think, we, you know, our lives have changed, right? We wear yoga pants all yeah. day oh, well. <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing the retired art teacher outfit and this is the I'm, the, I'm really not an cute. art teacher and there's no shame in it but I feel like you know I'm at I'm at the stage where it's like if I'm if I'm not being like seen I'm just in yoga pants well even if you're being seen now I am in the city a lot and well, you pop. I mean, yeah. like people who are not seeing her, like you have like a really great body, <laughs> so you probably look really amazing in yoga pants. You know what I mean? So, and it's true, there are outfits, right? Yeah, there are yeah. outfits, and I, I, I always remember reading an article by a a, a war journalist, wartime journalist, and she, she was a woman, and she's like, I always have to have my bra and underwear matching because if something happens to me in the field, imagine they're going to be ripping my clothes yeah. off, and if my bra and my underwear don't match, that's yeah. a problem. Yeah, and thank God that's not for me because I don't have either on right now. <laughs> but it's true, like. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's how we relate in the world, how we are seen. And uh, so I'm going to be 50. And I remember when we flew back in the day, we got dressed to get on an airplane. My, right? my father wore a blazer every flight he ever took. Of course, right? And, um, you know, when, when we get on the plane now, it doesn't matter what seat you're in. Everybody's, like, in their PJs. Yes. Unless you're going right to a meeting. Um, and I don't actually mean PJs, but, you know, everybody's dressed for comfort. Like, Casual Fridays was a thing in the 80s. Now it's every day is Casual Friday. Um, so, yeah, but I, 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 so I've been looking at your Instagram for months, probably, and just seeing the, um, the feeling of the posts, which I know they can be, posts can be um, planned and all that stuff, but there's something about an energy that comes through, because that's what I work in energy. There's a sense of real community um, even your video on your website, like there's at the end, there's a woman talking about it's more than just, you know, workout and like on the verge of tears. Like it's clear that you're the message that you've discussed about wanting to portray that wellness throughout in all aspects of the body and of the mind and what you're putting in and what you're wearing. And it's it's clear you're doing a great job. It looks. Well, thank you, know, you. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it's really, really important to us that we make connections. I mean, I feel so strongly right now. We spend so much time on our phones. 
on our computers in isolation and when you come in our door we want to say hello know your name and mm. our instructors want to connect to you and be with you because this is real life we you know people have made friendships just from you know and, and the buzzword community people are kind of like oh well but but it makes a difference if yeah. to be seen and to work along work out alongside other people who are going to encourage you and stretch you and and make you feel better yeah and I, I will say like I've seen classes develop um that way where not only does it become just that right because I, I think what I'm speaking to will also be something that you'll be able to relate to um when we you said like but that communities like that word which is same with like aligned everybody's so aligned I use say aligned all the time um I saw a community that I was working with that um at one point a woman lost her job in her 50s um, which is a tough thing for a 50-year-old woman. It's a little easier for a 50-year-old man, right? It's not as op, you know, often that that happens. And then another woman, like her mom, got very sick, and she was like putting her mom through hospital, and and they were able to hold each other, you know, like not actually, although potentially hugs and stuff. But there's this presence of community because, as you said, it doesn't go anywhere everybody's on their phones like you're not going to meet someone at the bus stop every morning everybody's on their phones when they go to the coffee shop or whatever but in a class where there's the opportunity to connect and where the that connection is something that's fostered by the teacher and by the owner right it's a, that's the that's the 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 vibe i think that that's the greatest gift for anybody Right, I, I think, and I think it makes a huge difference because it motivates you at the end of the day to come. And and our kind of sort of hashtag, if it were, is variety is the spice of life. And we we are creating a community where people want to come, but we're also because we have yoga, because we have spin, because we have hit, we have map, we have so much different stuff you can do, and we'll throw pop up dance classes and whatever it is. It keeps reading people motivated to come back. Yeah. And, and and to stay with us. Well, and they also can say, hey, are you guys going to go? Yeah. Right? So if they're in the spin class together yeah, talking about going to a hit class, you're exposing people to stay with their people, right? Like right. stay with their classmates. Right. Which makes it easier to walk into a class that might be something you wouldn't normally do. But even if you've never, if you don't know anyone and it's your first one, like in hit class, we put people in groups. We tell them to introduce each oh, really? other, you know, tell them your name and, and, really? and try and foster the connection that way. And you so, did you build that or did you find when you when you search people out to hire them? Do you look for people who naturally do that or do you have like team meetings where you say like it's really important to stay connected or how does that happen? <laughs> Well, uh, we 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 love to train our instructors, and um, we talk about that aspect of their job. And I think they take that aspect of their work really seriously. I mean, my my family background is all in medicine and doctors, and I kind of think the people, everyone who works at Ride and Reflect, believes you know we're we're preventative care here. Yeah. In, in a whole sense of dimensions. So I think everyone's just so inspired that they're, that, that they're helping people lead a happier, healthier life, that it kind of happens naturally. It's yeah. not something... It, we're, we're definitely not in the selling... You know, this is not an upsell 
you know, we're not trying to, we're just trying to create good, really high quality classes and keep people motivated and interested. Yeah, so it's not just like, um, you're not just building a schedule to build a schedule. You're building a schedule to create um, an environment that supports health, wellness, you know, and I think that when you look for teachers, that it's so clear, right? When you meet someone, what their interests are by the way they, I don't know, demo, right? right. Like, where's your mind and what is the focus and what level of training? So do you have, um, are your classes specific to ride and reflect? Like, do you have specific classes that are created so that all the instructors, if, if you had a sub, they would teach the same class? Uh, well, we have a structure, yeah. So uh, we definitely, and and as we mature, we're definitely kind of honing in on what the key elements are. For the hit room, the, the it's kind of like CrossFit or F45. It doesn't matter which studio you go to, you got the same workout yeah. in both locations. We work with our spin instructors so hard. There's nothing, well, you're a spin instructor, right? Mm -hmm. There's nothing, it's really hard to teach a good spin class. It's, I think it's, I think it's really, you have to have a lot of thought behind it. Right, right. Yeah. And, and people kind of think, oh, you just put it together a playlist and get mm -hmm. on a bike. No, that's not it. There's, there, there's so much intention. And, and this is what we say to our instructors. You have the undivided attention of 30 plus people. For 45 minutes that's a really important moment in their day oh yeah I mean that's that's a time when we can really have impact now with the yoga it kind of comes somewhat more naturally I'd say because that's sort of built into yoga as an explicit thing yeah the dharma you've got you know there there's it, it, it's easier to incorporate it but I am we all are very aware that it's a very precious time that we have with our clients yeah. and we want it to have impact and be enjoyable and that means that there has to be a lot of preparation yeah a lot of preparation I totally agree I think um, it and it does show the difference I mean that's why they're let's go back to like the gym classes right it, like taking out the boutique taking out the name of what the class is even going back you know when Johnny G was the only certifier <laughs> right um there were teachers that packed the class and teachers that didn't. And it's not about how much my quads are burning on a, on a hill, right? Although that is important. Like, I remember when I started demoing, when we do popcorn jumps, and they were like, you're going to injure people. Like, you know, so that's a part. But there's also the part of, like, am I leaving feeling better than when I left? Am I leaving feeling inspired? Am I leaving feeling like something came through? You know, right, right. And, and that's that's really really important. Yeah, and that's I mean I can see that in what you're saying. It's beautiful. And then you talked about meditation. Do you do meditation classes? We do do meditation classes, and um, it's it's the I worked actually with a with a, a monk, well not a monk, a, a, a someone who is Buddhist during my chemotherapy. Um, working on meditation and then as I mentioned I did the John Kabat-Zinn so we offer um, at least two or three free meditation classes to anyone wow. um, a week and I, I just think that's so important and in our ride yeah. every single ride has a reflection song so oh, there's wow. a three minute period in every class where you are you on the bike and we, we remind you to focus on the music and the 
the room but not on what's outside and listen it it doesn't matter how people are doing it but if they're just taking the time to give their brains a little bit of a rest oh yeah and people don't they don't you know um there's like i forget what there's there's some some new practice there's a book and it's all about like actually resting so we don't value rest it's what are you doing where are you going what is your job um and we don't when we don't take the time to rest what happens to our body right we're not actually staying in our mind so our our everything that's happening in our life is coming through as a as an experience of drama or need instead of just being and just reflecting so that's the reflect part right right well, 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 well we kind of we've become human doings not human beings and we have to get back to back to that and we have restorative classes which are you know yoga classes which are amazing where you hold the pose and you know so much of what we think we need to be working hard really hard and doing something but but often and things can really come up when you're just holding something and not doing something yeah well I would say um I teach like a restorative class Mm -hmm. and I always say like we want to go into the next pose, right? So if you're transitioning, let's pretend from, say, cat-cow to child's pose. People are in cat-cow saying, how many rounds am I doing before I go into child's pose? How many, how long am I, how many breaths before I go into downward-facing dog? Instead of just landing, right? right. Land in the pose. Right. right. And so that's where when you land in the pose, you're like, you have this time, and you're feeling whatever, hip opener or whatever. So that's, I think what you're doing is amazing. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. And so um, do you think that it would have been the same path if you hadn't had the diagnosis? No, I really think, um, pardon my language, but it was a... You could say bad <laughs> words. I say bad words all the time. Shit or get off the pot moment. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, well, I, I've come through this and I've always wanted to. And if I don't do it now, if I don't have a business now, when am I going to do it? Yeah. So um, it, it just focused me. And I, it, it, it was just something I felt so passionately about. And the, and the strange thing is, I don't really think I knew this at the time, but in my family's Heritage, you know, my, my grandfather founded the Paralympics. Um, he came out of Nazi Germany in 1939, and he was a neurosurgeon, and he was put in charge of um, spinal injury uh, soldiers in the UK. And out of that, there's a great movie. I'll send you a connection to it about yeah. him called The Best of Men. Um, but he was he was helping people recover from spinal injuries through sport. And I, you through know, sport. well, through the pack. So he got them in wheelchairs. He got them playing basketball. It's amazing. And that was the beginning of the Paralympics. So what a um, cool thing to and go he, he And I, he was always in, you know, uh, someone watched the movie and said, what was it like to have him as a grandfather? Well, he was just my grandfather. So that was normal that the queen came to my grandfather's hospital and oh opened God. the Paralympics, right? <laughs> That's Bar sort of raised high, right, right. But but I and and when I found it, right and reflect, I don't think I was really thinking about him. But after a couple of years, when people, it, it really seemed to be having an impact. Like the, what we were doing was really people coming to us and telling us they felt happier, they felt better, they their lives were improved. And I was like, wow, you know, maybe you don't have to have a spinal injury to have 
your life improve by being part of a community. But if I can just help a few people feel better and um, have a happier day, then what I'm doing is so worthwhile. Yeah, it could be really life-saving. You know, I mean, if you think about Wayne Dyer, I saw him speak, and again, the 80s were apparently a big time for me. (laughs) Who knew? I saw him speak, and he he told a story that's, you know, not a true story. It's one of those things that you learn the lesson from. And the story is that there's a guy getting on the elevator in the top and to go into the top of a very tall building because he was sad, and he just decided that this was the day he was going to jump off the building. He gets on the elevator, starts to ride up. The elevator stops. Someone gets on the elevator and says, oh, hey, hello, or whatever, smiles, hello. By the time he got to the top, he was like, you know what, maybe one more day, right? And so the thing is, it, that you're talking about, right, and, and I will add that preventative health, like being healthy maybe makes it, you prevent having an injury or being able to recover from an injury better should something occur. But I think there's also this thing of like, just like having someone, maybe there's no one at home. These chairs are awful. I'm sorry. Um, you know, having um, some connection to humans who are showing up and maybe showing up smiling or maybe showing up saying, I'm having a really bad day, and the other person relating and saying, Yeah, me too. Oh, I'm not alone. So I definitely agree. I mean, certainly not the queen. I mean, the queen come is pretty major, but do you think that's like in like your blood? Do you, do you feel like that, that just on a side note, that um, your lineage affects who you are based on what you've learned or it's just intrinsic from birth? Gosh, I, I think it's a, it's a combination of the two, yeah. definitely. But, um, you know, when my father was a doctor and my mother was a physiotherapist my uncle was wow. a doctor my brothers like it's there's so much medicine yeah. in my background i'm the black sheep i didn't marry a doctor <laughs> i didn't produce a child who became a doctor and i'm not a doctor but so i'm just trying to make up for it here doing a great job by um trying to to, to make people feel better and um and connecting people no are your kids involved in this business? I don't know how old they are. Um, I have three kids, yeah. uh, and they're all incredibly supportive. And my youngest, actually, daughter, just got a yoga certification. Oh, wow. And so, uh, and they, they, uh, they've all been great um, about coming to classes and, and enjoying the concept and giving me advice when I do and don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> and and so is my husband, by the way. He's a, He's a management consultant, so... I take his advice with a pinch of salt. Thanks, yeah. Michael. <laughs> but so do you do you feel like your your business is your like you know, sometimes I feel like with my business, like my family doesn't really know what's happening. And it's my own like a gem that I sort of get to polish for myself and watch grow and take in whatever direction I want to. Do you feel like that's the case or do you feel like there's more hands in it, not necessarily actual hands, or, but do you feel like um, when you make these decisions about where you're going to go, like when you added HIT, when you opened uh, Marstown, or when you're looking at Melbourne, Melbourne, without, you don't know, you don't have to share investor information or like that, but like, do you feel like it's the conversation that you have with your family at the table and make that decision together is really just yours? Um, well, listen, it's, it's, it's a variety of things. I have an incredible team at Ride and Reflect who work with me. 
um, Crystal, Gary, Susan. I mean, I, 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 I mean, actually, I could keep going. You know, it feels like an Oscar ceremony. Yep. But, be, <laughs> but it's because it's such an amazing team. We can take it further. Yeah. And I, I think that's the point. And and uh, the team is at home too. If they weren't supportive, I wouldn't. I wouldn't carry on. Yeah. So um, it's a combination of that, and then it's my own crazy, you know. Uh, it, it's it's too good to to not share with more people. That's kind of my strong feeling. Yeah. Um, it, the concept works too well not to keep going. But but it I couldn't possibly keep going without. The ride and reflect. It's team. a great concept. So where where do you want to head from here? Um, do you know? It, I I well I I'd like to create a little network of in in New Jersey, and I think I actually I love New Jersey. You know, when I moved here twenty six years ago, people were like I moved from Notting Hill Gate in London. I oh lived in God. a really hip place in yeah. London. <laughs> And I moved to New Jersey, and people who knew me from New York were like, how can you be in New Jersey? And I'm like, New Jersey is my adventure. So, <laughs> it's quite an adventure. 26 years later, yeah. it, it continues to be, and I think, you know, what I love about what you're doing, Tiffany, and, like, I, I listened to another one of your podcasts, Joyous. I oh, mean, yeah, people really trying to bring high-quality brands to this area I don't understand I mean I, I, I love mediocre Italian food but we need <laughs> we need high level good brands coming out of this area and um, I think I, I just think there's there's a lot a, a long way to go there's a lot of great stuff here but um, if yeah, Ride and Reflect can be you know it's it's a New Jersey company, and if we go other places in the country, we'll do that. But we're going to make sure we're strongly grounded in New Jersey first. That's awesome. Yeah, because I I do agree. And um, and Casey actually was my first interview. Oh, is that right? I, I told her I want her to come back. <laughs> Try so again because she's she was amazing. And I don't know um, if you if you heard the part about mushrooms, but she was talking about how mushrooms are like the closest thing to our bodies, the way our body works, or something. I, clearly can't talk wow. on it can't speak on it but she's gonna come back and um but what i love that she said and and i think the shock of people saying like you're coming to new jersey i came from long island as a child though i didn't have a choice right. i don't ever think i would have come here when i came here there were horse farms everywhere which was the only thing that kept me going um but i think that we are in such close proximity to new york like i would say of of the guests i've had Almost half of them have come from the city, and so we are close. But why? Why aren't we having that buildup of the you know higher end concepts of organic, of reusable, of you know mindfulness? Like you know, as I mentioned, I am a breathwork facilitator and healer, and this is really active pranayama. You can get it on any corner any day of the week in LA, in New York as well. But New Jersey people are like, what's that? And I just think that we have this beautiful landscape and we have the opportunity to live amongst trees and have like this rural environment. We can also have the culture and have the education and have the opportunity for, like even talking about medical, like, you know, Basking Ridge has uh, Sloan Kettering, you know, my dad has had skin stuff there. And it's like, we are, 
we have such potential. <laughs> and I hate when people leave. Like, I'll tell you what, Joyous, I had been secretly trying to get her to get a space here when she was looking at getting space. Um, of course, I would love to have you come here, too. Um, because we're like, it's so, I just, yeah. Anyway, I, that's a whole other thing. But I'm really glad you're in New Jersey. I'm glad you're staying in New Jersey. And, uh, you know, if you choose to branch out, it's nice to know that you've actually allowed the roots to really establish here. Right. I think that's really important to make a network and, and, and make it work. And, um, it, you know, I was in New York last night. I went to a Mark Knopfler concert. You yeah. would have loved it. Oh, yeah. At the Beacon Theater. But we were home in an hour. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, it's so easy. Yeah, I'm in Brooklyn a lot and, and New York a lot. I go to the Upper East, Upper East Side, yeah. And, you know, I used to not want to do that. It's the bridge, but it's the bridge, Central Park, so maybe it's the West Side. I don't know, three pillars yoga, um, five pillars. And it's literally over the bridge, through the park, right. and I'm, I'm done. And same with Brooklyn, you know, you just go through the Holland and you're there, and it's like not a big deal. And I think bringing all this stuff back, right? Like right. you have right. a studio. You have two studios, and maybe right. and, potentially, and, and and the energy and the inspiration definitely came from the city. And there are some amazing structures there. You can there see that. You can um, you can see that just looking at. So you know, I, I how I even found, I had seen your branding somewhere, and then I was somewhere I won't say where and heard a student talking about your um, your space in Marstown. And I was like, what is that? And there was like actually a little bit of trepidation for me because it looks so high end. I was like, are they going to let me in? And that's not what you are. You're very inclusive. Because then I started to like, because I was really like, are they going to let me in? <laughs> and then, um, but that's, you know, that's my shadow work. We're going to have you come and do a work, a breath workshop. Oh, yeah. We'd like I to think, do that. I think it's, we should definitely yeah. do that. But listen, I, I, wanted, I want it to be a beautiful space. And I group we put a lot of thought into the the space itself i work with an architect art palumbo and it was a lot of it was about making the spaces beautiful so when you're inside the workout space you're not thinking about anything else mm -hmm. and the, there's an exterior which is wood and then you go inside and it's dark and i i actually listen i love apple but i'm really sad about the apple watch because really people couldn't take their phones in now i can kind of see them with the oh, i can't yeah. really tell them to take their watches off but yeah. the whole concept that you're in this safe space and and nothing is going to interrupt you yeah. and you're just going to be able to focus on what you're doing and that is so good for us yeah and yeah, and I agree with the Apple Watch because when I do breath work, I say, you know, turn your phones to vibrate. If you have a child that you might need, I mean, it's not really, you're not going to be looking. But um, with you, you have people looking at their calories and stuff like that. They want to have it. Um, but what I think is cool about what you mentioned is that, you know, people will always say, like, the, the difference between yoga at home, obviously, there's, what is that bike? Um, you know, the one where they, I don't remember what it's called. The Rebecca Kennedy rides for them. It's like oh, the Peloton. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, and that's cool, right? You it's would, great. I, I, if I had a Peloton in my house, I'm not doing it. Even if I had the trainer, and here's why: because you did yoga at home, and I, when I heard that, I was like, "Props to you." I see my dogs. I see my dust. I see the oh, the mailman's coming. I see the f clothes that need to be folded. I see what I need to dust. Right. I cannot, and I, you know. 
and I, I mean, I, without giving my resume, I've been teaching for a lot of years, a lot of different things. And I, and I know this about people. People want a space that's separate so they can just not be thinking about all that stuff. And I think when you go into a space that's beautiful, that's step one, right? You're in a beautiful space. Happy to be there. Step yeah. one. Then the, the instruction's good. The class is good. Even better. And then what comes next, right? So there's all this stuff. And so I was looking at your Instagram videos. I've been watching like at, at Christmas. And just, it, it's just, it feels very welcoming and it feels very wholesome, if that makes sense. And wholesome, you know, the person with her just 12th tattoo. I don't mean wholesome in like a sense of, I don't even know. I mean wholesome in that it doesn't feel like, it feels like you can walk in and be held and be seen and, um, and like you said, it's a safe space and there's no other stuff coming in, right? Like it's just, it's just the space to come work out, the space to take a breath, the right. space and there's to no let television, go. there's no, you know, there's, yeah. we're, we're trying to make it as pared down and as easy on your mind as we possibly can. Yeah. And, you know, you, we take a lot of the stress away. We set up your bike for you. You get to oh, book nice. your bike. We keep your, well, I think we're the only studio in the world I'm sure sometime someone else will do it but we literally take down your bike settings and you book your bike and we have your bike set for you with the town wow. on before you go every ride that's so, great so there's on. no stress like how high like I remember the first spin classes I went to in the city it's like how do I set myself up on a bike yeah so we've taken that stress away from our, and we even now have people booking their mats just because there was so so much about going into a new place is uncertainty and discomfort and yeah. I just wanted to make it as easy as possible yeah. and then we have beautiful melon and goats products in the shower people up taking shower you know we have nice towels we just want it to be nice because it's got to be a good part of your day yeah and I think when it is nice it does become a good part of your day right so if it's not nice um, I've known places where you can go work out that don't look great but it works so like on a side note, my eyebrows that haven't been done in five months. I'm going to, I'm going to right now to Aileen, Aileen at Bloom. Hopefully this week. Oh, everyone loves Bloom. I love Bloom. I do. I, I basically live there. Um, I get a blowout once a week. Get my hair. It's like I can't even. But I went somewhere just in a pinch because I couldn't get to her because she's highly sought after. I have her cell phone. Like, she'll squeeze wow. me in, and I couldn't get in. Like, my timing and her time. Okay, I'm going to go book her now. She's amazing. <laughs> don't look at my eyebrows now, though, because they're really... I mean, I don't even know what... There's There's all sorts of things happening right now. It's been a long summer. Um, but I went somewhere in a pinch, like, four months ago, like five months ago, something. And the girl did a great job. But I looked up, and the ceiling was, like, this... It was sort of messy. I kid you not, there were boxes on the floor, like, from shipments, but not, like three piled neatly um there was like stuff everywhere and I'm like I'm paying to lay down right I'm paying to lay down and have a service done and even if the service is magical if the space isn't it doesn't feel like something that I want to do I want to feel like everything is like wow and yeah, I do I, see I'm that so with you. I, yeah and I see that I see that um in everything that you do even like your, your presentation of you, right? <laughs> like you, you present so nicely, and um, of course you speak like your accent is just. Or I have an accent, right? You don't, but I mean you sound beautiful. And I, lo I love the concept. I love that you're taking the care, the care to have all that done. So 
if I knew I could book a mat or I could have my bike preset, because I'll tell you, and I was first certified in 2006, so I've been wow. doing this a while on and off. Menopause sort of threw a, a nut in there for me. But um, even knowing how, if I get to a class and I have to set up my bike and then I have to adjust the pedal, right? so I have to move my seat and my handlebars, and to not have to do that, I'd pay extra. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like <laughs> you're being taken care of. Yeah, and, and we have the best bikes and we have stats. and You know, we have all the numbers that you need, um, but... But we want to take care of you. That's that's the bottom line. That's amazing. I love that. So thank you so much for coming. It was so much fun. Thank you. I've always I've always wanted to be on Terry Gross's show. So this is this is I just this is that. better. Oh, thank you. Don't you don't know Terry Gross? I so I okay. don't do any. I have never listened to a podcast except for an astrology podcast. Okay. Well, she's she's um, on NPR. Oh, have cool. you ever heard oh, of NPR? Yeah. I listen to Fresh NPR very once in a while. I actually okay. so. As you spoke about TV, my husband's on TV. He's oh. um, oh, the weatherman. Oh, he's wow. a meteorologist on News 12, so he's wow. on every night. I don't watch TV. I don't listen to any media at all. Um, and it's just, you know, I, I don't know if it's... I was raised in a lot of noise. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> my mom, every show, there's probably a part where she was like, uh-oh. Oh. Uh, I, they were transcendental meditators. And, oh, wow. Yeah, and I was went to an ashram. Swami Satchidananda lifted me up, gave me the name Shakti Prema. It was like all started really well. They were vegetarian. Went to Jandy's Nature Way, right? Like, Ed Carib, not chocolate. Like, really, wow. like, as much as they were doing in the 70s. And then we moved from New York to New Jersey, and it was like, everything <laughs> went out. We were going to KFC. <laughs> My mom was Bagels very Bagels for you. <laughs> I was like Taylor ham, egg and cheese. Oh, well, I never had Taylor ham because as much as my mom was like throwing caution to the wind, we don't Taylor ham doesn't exist in in Long Island. No, it doesn't. And so I actually asked her to buy it once because I went to a friend's house and she had like put it in the microwave, which we didn't have that either. And I was like, "Can you get some, mom?" Like I was raised on wheat bread and like the the peanut butter you had to mix. And so she was we very reluctantly got it, and I tried it. I was like. Ew, and I've never had it since. But, you know, so my dad was traveling for work. My mom was going to all those places, and uh, the TV just went on. Like, the Muppets were on, I think, Channel 2 at 7 p.m. on Mondays. And then the TV stayed on because my mom was very lost. And then as, and there's the alarm. As she, um, as her life developed and she had friendships, so it just everything shifted. So uh, when I finally was getting back to myself, I just said, you know what? I don't want any... I don't want anything. But now that I'm podcasting, I really, I should start to listen to people talking more. No, you're doing a really, really good job. You're I listen to the sweet. radio a Thank lot, you. and you're very good. Thank you. You're very sweet. Yeah, I appreciate it. I was interviewed on a podcast once, and my husband's like, I think this is your calling. I was like, no, 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 because wow. I'm doing breathwork. He's like, I think you do both. <laughs> so thank you. I appreciate that. So, so you're inspired by your family, too, a bit. You're not. My husband? Com- yeah. I'm inspired by Yes, Dave, I'm so inspired by you. <laughs> I am. He has a great, he has a great, well, he presents really well. He also is, he like wears makeup and gets his hair. I'm like, you're more of a, like, <laughs> of a, you know, style person than me. I'm like rolling. I'm seriously, this is like. No, you I, look fabulous. You're so kind. You're so kind. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, but so, um, so what, what I'm going to do for those of you who want to find out more in the links below, I'm going to have all the links to website 
Instagram, Facebook. I'm going to reference the TV show that you were talking about, that your grandfather's on. We're going to have that all in there. But for people who are driving and want to just have the person sitting next to them, that's a great idea. Do not write while you're driving. Can you tell them where they can find you? They can find us at www.ride, R-I-D-E, reflect, R-E-F-L-E-C-T, dot com. And And we have an app too, but go to the website and then you'll find everything there. So you book through your app? Book through, yeah, dedicated app. That's awesome. Yeah, and you get all the stats on there too and everything. It's really nice. And on Instagram, you're Ride... At Ride Reflect. And And on Facebook. We are ride and reflect. Well, we'll, you you'll find, find us. You'll, you'll, find, you'll find us. And then you'll go down the rabbit hole like I did. I was like at Christmas. And I was like, when did that? <laughs> did you find our old Christmas video of us dancing? It was so great. Who are those little girls? <laughs> you have like young girls. Like I feel like, I don't know if they're like college age. Well, we no, no. I actually, it's really important to, I like to have high school kids come in and work for yeah. us. Because I, I like to introduce them to the concept of a quality brand. And, and standards and service and all the things that we like. They killed it. They killed... Is that thunder? It sounds like it. Yeah, storms are coming through. But not when you're listening to this. Um, so, yeah, it's, I watched and I was like, they're adorable. And kids really know how to do the Instagram thing. They're I mean, very good. But I, I was so... They were doing, like, what to buy and they were showing the water bottle and I was like, I, you really... You've ironed it all out. So Thanks. I'm just going to say, I'm coming in. I'm going to take a spin class. You definitely are. Yeah. And um, for those of you listening, like, I don't know where you're living. If you're living anywhere near Morristown or Bernardsville, it's worth the ride. And the, the reflect. And the reflect. <laughs> I was like, wait, did I just do that? It's worth the ride. You can reflect on it. Yeah, we have great offers. Email us. Come and take anyone. Come and take a class because yeah. it's it's a really wonderful place and you won't be disappointed. Yeah, and beautiful. And you're just so fabulous. So thank you so much. Thank, thank you. Thank you guys for listening and have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening to Access and Expand the Conversations with Tiffany Karen. If you like this, please go ahead and share the link.